Live streaming of this show available via Roku streaming devices, Apple TV, Smart TVs, Amazon Echo, and many other devices. Visit tunein.alphageekradio.com to learn how to listen and watch live. Hello, greetings, and welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode 28 for Sunday, May 10th, 2015. I'm Shane, and those guys over there are Matt and Tony. Matt, Tony, Tony, Matt, which one of you wants to go first? Go ahead. Hi. (laughs) Wait, who was that? I couldn't tell. Yes, my name's Tony, and apparently I'm going first with just saying hello. How's it going? Hi. How are you? I will go second and say hello. How's it going? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> nice Hi. to meet you. You too. Anyone drinking anything tonight? Oh boy, I've got a Liney's uh, grapefruit shanty. Oh, it is quite tasty. Ooh, that sounds sounds, tasty. Uh, sounds completely masculine of you. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's I wasn't a summer beer. <laughs> Ooh, nice. It does sound delicious. It does. Yeah, summer I... is coming. The opposite of winter is coming. Winter is nice. winter is gone. And the fact that you just mentioned Game of Thrones being on in forty minutes has <laughs> nothing to do with that, right? I'm super into Game of Thrones right now for some reason. Ooh, yeah. I'm up to episode uh, three, <laughs> season one. That's right. I have not <laughs> wow. I have not seen episode three yet. So uh, no spoilers, yeah. right? Right. Bits and pieces yeah. of episodes here huh. and there that my roommates have been watching, but uh, I'm drinking. Uh, speaking of roommates, uh. Some wine that my roommate had gotten, and I am drinking that, and some sort of red wine tastes quite nice. nice. Oh, you, you've got about half a bottle there. I hope I hope you didn't take half of a bottle of his wine. Half a glass. I maybe. hope it was a, a huge box or something, right? Are you drinking uh, through no a straw? straw? Do I see a straw? <laughs> yeah, it's too bad our, the video stream doesn't seem to be working because uh, then folks could actually see I'm drinking wine out of a straw right now. Very classy. It is very so high classy. Tech. Yeah. Yeah, the techno- hey, drinking that's, technology, that's way to drink. the drinking yeah. tech of a straw is there. Why not utilize it, right? That's a good point. Thank you. I just finished a St. Pauli's girl. Oh, that here. sounds... <laughs> what did you do to her now? <laughs> it's a lot. No, no, that's terrible. Yeah, that's clever. Eh, terribly <laughs> clever. So, yeah, it's pretty tasty. Good, good, good. News. Because I can't seem to find any alternate news sources lately, and it's either that or the fact that TechCrunch just seems to have all the coolest stories. Uh, you have yet another one from there. This one is titled "Split Lets You Split the Bill Fairly, Not Equally." And this is about, uh, I don't uh, have done the exact, or some sort of conference of, uh, uh, of some sort that this took place. I, I think it was actually a TechCrunch-specific event, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, uh, this Cassidy Williams went on stage, uh, and she is a Venmo software engineer and uh, developer evangelist. And she talked about this little app, and it's one of those things where they had 24, 48 hours, one of those where they had just come up with some sort of hack. It was some, this hack hackathon type thing. And this one was all about having you split your bill equally, 
where it was as simple as taking a picture of the bill and being able to highlight the items that are, you know, belong to one individual and then they can be flicked from one phone to another and then have a Venmo money request sent uh, from from there to uh, to another user. Uh, this also uses geofencing to determine which friends are in the basic vicinity, which are more likely to be a part of that. And uh, there's other there's other uh, apps out there that currently do this, such as one called Cover um, that lets you split the bill equally, but not necessarily fairly, which is again what the title suggests on here. And I had actually I actually downloaded a an app that kind of supposed to do something similar called Tab on the iPhone. Um, tried this out and it did not do anything. So <laughs> I don't know if I did anything wrong. I took a picture of the bill. Didn't do anything after that. Tried uh, tapping on some items and it wasn't working properly. So um, this type of thing I think is really promising, um, especially when so many restaurants out there don't seem to have really great uh, point of sale systems that allow you to split the bill, uh, you know, easily. So I think, this or kind they of thing... do, but they don't tell you. <laughs> I, I think right, that's something right. too. Or they assume, you know, you have cash. I don't know. Maybe that's just me talking, but um, I did have a question. I don't know if you're done yet though. Yeah, go. Yeah. Shoot. I've, is this, is this app out yet? Or is this just so something it is, that currently is it is something that's on GitHub. So oh, okay. they're saying it's a hack, uh-huh. and I'm not super sure how you go about actually getting this application uh, or this the code currently. How do how you how you turn that into a working app? But uh, so to build it and install yeah, it on you your, kind of, your phone. Uh, yeah, I'm not That's I'm it. not too sure about that. But just the fact that the technology is there now, or it's you know it looks pretty promising. So I'm excited about that type of stuff. With GitHub, can you kind of just, is that all like open source where you can it is. take it and do uh, what you want with it, fix it, or idea, create anyway. something from it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the idea. You can kind of freely, yeah, take the code and mm-hmm. yeah, most most of the things on GitHub use a, what, uh, what do you call it, the uh, GNU Ula? license or, Matt, you familiar with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, GitHub is pretty much just a source code repository, so if you want to grab it, you can just pretty much check it out and download it and you can see all of the revisions that went to the code you can you can fork it if you want to make changes to it and then uh, uh-huh. you pretty much change your own local copy and say hey i made some cool changes and then hopefully the uh, uh the main copy will accept those changes if not you can make your own uh branch so yeah that's pretty cool stuff um but it does kind of stink that it's not an app you can just download this seems very promising i mean splitting the bill is kind of the worst part of going yes. out to eat <laughs> i experienced <laughs> it last night friends. briefly just at a at a bar and um I was kind of excited to actually try the app that I have again, give it another shot, but uh, the the um, server came over and uh, ended up just being able to split it anyway. At first, didn't sound like she was going to be able to, but... Foiled! Yeah. <laughs> the first time I've ever been disappointed by that, I think. Please don't split this bill. <laughs> right. Have have either of you tried Venmo? Is that the, How does that work? Is it pretty good? I, ha- I haven't, but I think I believe venmo is strictly for uh uh, payment between phones if i'm not mistaken at least that's what this made it sound like since then they you can use venmo to send money requests um that's as much as i really know about it i've I've heard of it i've definitely heard about it before but uh have either of you dealt with it in the past this is 
Oh, excuse me. This is actually the first time I've heard of it. Yeah. But, uh, I haven't. may have to do, uh, ooh, sounds like a future XP boost section maybe, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of, uh, like, I think you guys have used uh, Chase Pay before. There's also PayPal, Venmo. Uh, there's just a, Facebook like has a, something now. Quite and, a few different, and Facebook, I think, has too, where you can mm-hmm. send cash to each other. And, I mean, the worst part is just trying to figure out, um, getting you and your friends all in the same thing where you can send money. Uh, right, I, I exactly. Yeah, uh, it's the worst. I just went to their website right now, and you can sign up with Facebook. Right. Okay. Sure. So I, I, I they have something going on right now where you can just use your login. You know, it was just in Messenger, and I, I thought I'd heard uh, that you could send money through there. And then I'm looking. There's, there's kind of a, a more option in the, in the Messenger application right now that allows you to install other iOS applications that are sort of, sort of apparently work in conjunction with Messenger now. So Ooh. it's very possible that Ven- Venmo was on there as well. <laughs> very likely, I would I would say, in fact. All right, well, let's mosey on along here to Matt's article then. All right, this one comes from The Verge. Uh, why Microsoft is calling Windows 10 the last version of Windows. Um, so they had a quote from uh, a Microsoft employee, Jerry Nixon, who is a quote-unquote developer evangelist same as the previous <laughs> that's what they called as the previous one that's what the 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 title of the uh, the person was uh, but he says right now we're releasing windows 10 and because windows 10 is the last version of windows we're all uh, still working on windows 10 so uh, uh, basically just saying that windows 10 is going to be the last version uh they're kind of going to probably going to be focusing on more minor upgrades along the way and then uh less so on the every few years releasing a new version. Um, so I, I think the analogy was uh, that they brought up was kind of like Google Chrome, use Chrome. No one has any clue what version it is other than maybe web developers. Uh, people just update it when it needs to be updated, and that's kind of how it goes. Um, maybe a little bit like uh, Apple as well, where everyone's using OS X or OS X. <laughs> 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 and, you know, I guess they, they, they name their releases, but uh, other than that, everybody knows... The operating system pretty much for for that name so i think this is what windows is trying to do um which i think is really good news because it, it probably means that the upgrades are gonna be minor upgrades you're not gonna have to pay for them for the most part i'd imagine um they might get some cash up front for when you buy a new uh a new machine that has windows installed on it but um yeah for the most part i'm thinking it's gonna be kind of free upgrades um they're gonna be focusing more on making uh, their money off of their services like office which i think is their bread and butter right now anyways so that's yeah kinda cool I think this is a good move. Oh, yeah. I think I think at this point Microsoft really needs to focus on customer retention more than anything. So I think this probably is the way to go, and I think that starts with making Windows 10 free, you know, to uh, seven and eight upgrades. So yeah, and I think um, I think maybe you know after a while they're probably going to get rid of the number altogether. I mean, they got Windows 10 now, but it might just be Windows. I know with Mac, it, they're kind of switching gears. Well, they, they I guess they, they, they used to do cats, and now they're doing, I think, locations. And I think they just want to do maybe more names than numbers, or at least have maybe the number in the build, but maybe not necessarily make that a commercial name. So maybe I'm just here, thinking that. Maybe here, 10 will go away soon. Here's a know. here's a crazy question, and maybe, uh, I don't know, this is, I don't know the answer to this right now, but... Do you guys ever see Microsoft going away from the Windows brand as a name? No, I don't think. I, I think Windows Never? actually, I think, has a lot of good faith right now with right. their customers. I don't. 
it's not like Internet Explorer where I think people don't mm-hmm. don't like it. I think Windows actually has some really good value. Um, the name yeah, is value. Yeah, I think uh, customers actually really like it. Uh, but I think, like you said earlier, Shane, they, they've got to focus on retention. They they have such a broad install base, and they need to keep that and then build, you know, make their money off of just having that huge install base. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's a really good move. But um, yeah, I don't think I, I think they might drop the number where it's just I'm using Windows, and I think you know most people will kind of gravitate to that. You know, I have a Windows machine. Uh, they don't really say the, the version number, so I think that's kind of what Windows is going for. Yeah, that's a good point. So, uh, yeah. a, a good point there too is that they don't say the version number. There's always going to be a version number, right? There's yeah. always just kind of in the background, right? But yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think the general public will really care or even know about it. Like Firefox, what's that? I don't even know what they're at with that one. And <laughs> well, I know like you Chrome, brought up Google. Chrome before, is the so largest. That was a good example. Chrome is the highest version number of any <laughs> browser yeah. out there. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean they've made as many updates as Firefox, but. Sure. Uh, yeah, that was just another example, but yeah. Chrome is a good one. Sure, sure. Yeah. No. Good. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. No one knows. No one really knows exactly what the newest version or the latest version is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't even think we should actually care. I mean, <laughs> exactly. I don't know why I would, uh, they made such well, a big deal about that? So and I think it's the, just for, for sales. That's pitch. the beauty. That's the beauty of rapid release browsers is that you don't have to worry about it at all. Yeah. So I'm glad we're in a. We're in a, a place now where that's essentially a reality now. And and that pretty much goes for operating systems now. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the old uh, strategy of you'd have to give out a CD to, to release something uh, has kind of gone out the window where everything, you can just download something, I can release new code whenever I want it. I think, doesn't Microsoft release new code every Tuesday anyways? So they're, they're be- constantly giving you uh, updates to Windows. Um, so it seems like that that whole big thing of here's a big monster version. We put a bunch of code into a CD, and now you need to reinstall it. Uh, those days are out the window, and I think we just need to embrace that because it it did stink. You know what's <laughs> a good similar something <laughs> similar, or, or what reminds me of that is the the whole ISBN number. Are you familiar with that? The international book is that for books number. Yeah, yeah, right. Books. Okay, so every book out there that gets published needs one of those. That's true of of. Uh, uh, artists albums also need this same number right something that in both cases now can be fully updated on the fly uh, through the internet if need be and yet they still require this uh that number behind it which i feel like makes it difficult to update you know something that uh i don't know i i have a struggle with that a little bit you know in an, in a day and age where updates can happen on a daily basis if they need to, sure, sure. I so think is Microsoft it more of does... the like the instruction manual? Like each each version of your software has to have an instruction manual, and that instruction manual gets an ISBN because ISBN International Standard Book Number seems right. uh, is that just a broad thing? It says book, but it's been broadened out to software as well. Um. Yeah. I don't. I I can't speak for software. I don't. I don't know if it's uh, software, if it's just uh, music or audio content specifically that needs that. But at the same time, it, it being a digital format these days, primarily a digital format, it seems like something that could be updated fairly frequently. And I believe every time something does get updated, there needs to be a whole new one of those numbers. So, you know, it's kind of a... Well, you brought up a good point with that. And the the example I have w- is with the it was a an iOS book uh, for for coding and I think they and it was in iBooks and 
they updated it with because uh, you know the coding always gets updated um and for some reason this uh author um was updating the code you have to buy the book again and i think you have the right. book chain i forget what the name of it is yeah. um but i was wondering i'm wondering if there is an isbn number yeah that changes well, absolutely. with that update sir that's that's the same reason you always see like second edition third edition that's that's exactly why that is right because they're, <laughs> they need to do a separate uh, edition every time. And books are something, I mean, books are probably even worse than, than, than you know, an audio album because there's, there's just constantly room for typos and, and errors and things that just get outdated. And there's so mm-hmm. much text in there. It seems like something that should be able to just, you know, snap a finger, be able to just send up a <laughs> quick, uh, you know, patch, if you will. Maybe with the the advance of uh, you know Kindle books and Nook books, mm-hmm. you know my Kindle book, I would be just, I don't know, yeah, getting. I, I bought the second edition. Now the third edition comes out. Okay, why can't I just update to that? You know, why why there's typos, there's addendums, maybe things that were wrong with the second edition to the third edition. Why can't I just get those updates? I paid for this book, so uh, mm-hmm. maybe we'll see that in the future too, where maybe just books are kind of uh, oh, you know, lagging so. a little bit behind because we've just started to get more to the digital books, but. Uh, Software definitely. Uh, I hope I sooner than later. <laughs> that's where we start on this tangent, right? With just yeah, uh, the whole CD type paradigm. This. Yeah, I was gonna say well, I hope sooner than later. I can't tell you how many times I was in my Kindle and I think it was the Kindle uh, where you can actually report content errors. I have no idea whether or not anything was done with them. It was either that or it was you know iBooks, <laughs> but <laughs> you could just highlight something and and say there's an error, uh, but. It's oh, that's nice. You know, yeah. now that I think, about, I don't feedback. know. Sure. I don't know if iBooks is the same way or not, though. Whether or not that can be updated uh, in the same way, but um, as far as I know, there's still laws behind needing that number for pretty much any book that's published. I, w- I would love to be reading my Kindle, see a typo, hit, hey, there's an error here, and then you know tomorrow I'll come back and it's been updated. Yeah, they they fixed. I mean, there's some obvious typos where it's this doesn't really need much review. It's, mm-hmm. Someone can just say, "Yep, that's an obvious typo. Fix it." Mm-hmm. Um, some things that I'll look and say, oh, "I don't know if it's author style or if it's an actual typo," but <laughs> there are some very obvious things in books that are just yeah. wrong. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> one of the one of them I was reading had tons. I mean, <laughs> just every other page was <laughs> holy cow. So, <laughs> it kind of ruins the credibility of the author. Though. I yeah, mean, I don't want to yeah. slam. It takes a lot of work to write a book, but uh, I don't know yeah, what the that many typos. Is it an author or is it a publisher? Who, Maybe the uh, editor would be the yeah, one I would. Uh, yeah, yeah, not uh, or lack thereof, really. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who. I don't really know the process of writing a book, but yeah, sure. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. It I could probably be either or maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we can uh, <laughs> kill that section. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, why don't you give us what you got here? Sure. This one is from CNET, and it's an early look at the Pivotal Living Band, a second gen twelve dollar health tracker, and um. My sister brought this up to me, and she kind of wanted to know if this was a, a good um, fitness device. I know there's Fitbit out there, and there's, um, I think, Jawbone, and uh, so many. Uh, Microsoft's got one. Of course, you got the Apple Watch, which is you know your full-blown smartwatch. Um, but this is basically a tracker that is $12 a year, and you, you, know, you get set up with the app for either iOS or uh, Android, and... Um, they give you, you know, they'll send you the uh, this tracker, um, and it's it's like any other fitness band. It tracks your steps, um, your distance traveled, calories burned, um, uh, activity, 
activity minutes per sleep. I'm not sure what I meant by that, but it tracks your sleep. Um, and um, what it is different is it's it's kind of like a service, but it you don't you don't sign up for it every year and it's not reoccurring. Um, you just sign up for it. You know, you pay twelve dollars and you get this pretty basic model, and um, it, you know you can track um, and look at the app on the on your iPhone on on how you um, on, you know on your different uh, health habits, and um, it's it's pretty basic. Um, uh, the battery is you know five to seven days. Um, Not bad. Yeah, I I thought you know it's it's a different approach to you know maybe an upfront you know you know bulk you know, expensive one, like a, like a Fitbit is kind of what I'm thinking about when I, when I saw this one. Um, but, uh, it's, it's, uh, it seems pretty good. I don't know what you guys are think what you guys think about it. it's 12 bucks. So even if I thought about maybe giving it a shot just because it's 12 bucks and I know, I think I said this before I did go on their website. It is, um, it's not reoccurring. You know, once your year is up, then, um, you can either just, you know, not do anything anymore. You could keep, you can continue to use it, or you could pay another twelve dollars and get the new model. And I think they, I was on their website. Um, they said that they kind of want to have, a, they want to have, I think, a new one like every six months or something like that. And then maybe other options that would maybe cost a little bit more than twelve dollars. Um, but right now it's just twelve dollars, and um, it's kind of your basic one. It, it's I do have something with. Um, wanting something to be waterproof, but this one is not waterproof. There isn't a, a heart rate monitor on this one. Um, I think that might be something that I might think about in the future, along with maybe more things becoming, you know, either waterproof over time. But um, right now, this one is is pretty basic. Um, but I thought it was kind of kind of nice, um, you know, for twelve bucks. I don't know if you can. Really I don't know. That. You kind of lost me at twelve bucks, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking he, but... he won me over the twelve dollars. Really? Yeah. Well, tw- well, twelve I, bucks I, I per month though. Twelve dollars a year. Okay, because your your notes say month. Sorry, but. <laughs> oh, seriously, I okay, is it? You're sure it's twelve bucks a year? <laughs> yeah, you can look on their okay. site. I did put their site in there okay, too, but okay. it is twelve dollars for a year, um, not a month. No, sorry about that. Yeah, no. Um, then in that case, it sounds pretty. Uh, it sounds good. It, yeah, but it is a basic one. I know some people really like that heart rate monitor, and um, I, I don't know for the average person. I don't think this is this is something for like if you're a true true or really athletic, and like maybe someone like you that runs all the time, Shane. Um, and but I don't know how often you want your heart rate. You or you currently monitor your heart rate either. No, I, think the I guess normally on the higher end ones anyways. So you'd have to go either really high end to get a heart rate, where this is just kind of. This seems nice to just. Oh God! I'm thinking about doing a fitness tracking. Let's try this out and see how it goes. Versus, yeah, spend a couple hundred bucks on something else. Yeah, that's exactly I... where my mindset was. Like, you know, instead of you know, like the Fitbit one, I thought with the heart rate, which you know, I kind of run here and there, or I'm at the gym. I think I'd want the heart rate, but you know, or the basic one, I think is a hundred bucks. But you know, twelve bucks for a year. This is something you can kind of just you know put your foot in the water, see if you like it. You know, if you do, maybe you go for an expensive model down the road. Just don't put your wrists in the water. It's oh, <laughs> terrible. Wah, wah. Yeah, I know. It's it's. I, yeah. I, I think yeah, the waterproof thing is nice, but uh, twelve bucks. If, if I damage this thing, I'm not going to be upset versus like, exactly. An Apple Watch. Yeah, that's right. Versus an Apple Watch, which yeah, I don't know. 
that's true. If you damage that, you get too much sweat on it or something. I don't know. I think you can wear that in the little to- shower, though. Tony, is Matt sounding crunchy to you, too? Yeah. Very Matt, crunchy. keep talking. I sound very Matt? crunchy. Oh, God. oh, wow. You sound clear, Crystal, now. Yeah, now you sound better. Crystal's I don't know. Crystal no longer crunchy. Oof. I'm only crunchy when I'm talking about a $12 is, fitness band. That's a sexy voice right but there. But, I, you know, I, I feel like, you know, <laughs> 12 bucks. you really, like, you, know, you were saying, if, you know, if you lose it or if it breaks, eh, it's 12 bucks. But someone pushes it, me it, in the pool with it on. It's it, it it is a it's a it's a good you know introductory I think great for someone who's just thinking about trying it. Because I I know a couple people at least one person at my work who got a Fitbit and he doesn't really use it anymore. He's like it's not like if you want a Fitbit you know it's not it's not a wonder band that's gonna make you lose weight you know. I want and a I wonder think, band. People, yeah I know exactly. <laughs> but I, I think maybe people think that when. You know, oh, I'm, I'm going to get one of these bands. You know, I'm going to be able to track everything and lose weight, <laughs> and it'll be great. But, you know, all you did was buy maybe a $100 band that's going to track what you do. And maybe, you know, you know, when you're at work for nine hours, you, you might, oh, this, you know, it's telling me to, to stand up and stretch now. Why, why didn't I lose 50 pounds, you know? What were What's those What were those, <laughs> those bracelets that had those metal ones that had the, 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 like, balls on the end of them that were supposed to be... You know those ones I'm talking about? It's like yeah, magical. ionize or something. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that almost. People just expect it to yeah, do something you, for you, you magically. Still need to do the work. It just tracks the data for you, so you can analyze the data. Analyze the data later. But I feel like maybe more people don't necessarily get that or want to do that extra step. Maybe like yeah. you know, oh, I'm really, you know, I'm you know just sitting around. You know, my heart. Well, this one wouldn't have heart, but you know, it's just this bracelet just, tells me I'm fat. <laughs> what? It's like I took. You what know, do I do now? Steps today. You know, let me. Maybe I need to. You know, find some ways to. You know, increase that. You know, maybe a hundred. You know, a hundred more today, and then like maybe I'll park farther away from the entrance to my my job, or maybe I'll take the stairs today or something. You know, just it's supposed to. I think help you look at it that way. You know, your day to day that way. You know, take those small incremental steps just so you can see, and then. You know, at lunch, maybe I'll walk around more or something, you know, something like that. Um, but this would also just track your water intake, too. I think you have to put that in the app, though. I don't think that's going to do anything with your wrist. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? More power to uh, the whole active agenda, if you will. Uh, <laughs> people getting <laughs> yeah more and more. It's got, You know what? I, it's kind of funny because I, I feel like this is post the whole green thing. <laughs> Uh, going green. Uh, this seems to be the next thing is more of an active uh, lifestyle change in, in in America because we, you know, we need it more than most countries. But uh, so it's a yeah. good thing I think we need to we need to be a bit healthier in general. <laughs> sure. I would say. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Matt. Man. Yeah, I mean, 12 dollars i think this is great for entry level just yeah uh, i'm thinking about fitness trackers let's try this out see how it goes and it's if, if you don't uh, like it you don't use it you're down 12 bucks if you like it then you can upgrade to something better if you want yeah, the worst see where thing the night you takes do, the worst thing you can do and they say this in the app um or on the website um is if you don't like it or and again they only have one size um right you know maybe they're, they're thinking I mean, it's 12 dollars, so you're not going to get that many options with it um but um, if it like doesn't fit your wrist or something like that, 
you know, you can just cancel your account and then give it as a gift to a friend. It even says that on their website. Like really? That. So, hmm. I mean, you know. This thing you, must you, be cheap as hell. <laughs> it, well, you can and look it's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, yeah. Um, it is, there, there was uh, like a Q&A on their website of, of what it was made of, and I don't forget the long word, but it's supposed to be, I think, hypoallergenic, so it's not going to, oh. you know, you're not going to, you know, develop a rash or anything like that. So. <laughs> well, watch what advertise that it is allergenic to most well, people. <laughs> well, true, true. Or something like that. It's but, just, well, I know Fitbit had that, what was yeah, that, a couple yeah. years ago where they had to discontinue one? Cause oh, nickel. did they? Oh. Yeah. Well, I even have a friend who who had gotten a rash or something from, from using their Fitbit, so. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I that's so they, there was that's something like that a while ago. I'm sure they've they've corrected it by then or by now. All right. Well, it's, uh, is it is that are we are we good now? Should we? I think. Should, yeah. You think? It, Matt, yeah. you're we ready to? Yeah. Continue we on. Yeah. Right should we carry? Yeah. Sure. Right. Okay. Everyone ready? So. <laughs> XP boost. Matt just looks like he's looking at the clock right now for Game of Thrones time. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Gotta wrap this up in 10 minutes. <laughs> Actually, just put HBO on to see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I'm not watching because I am not anywhere near caught up, obviously. All right, so uh, the XP Boost section today is about the video streaming mobile apps. Uh, and this is specific to... Um, what is this specific to? I guess, I guess that pretty much sums it up. It's <laughs> mobile apps. Um, we're talking about single user video, video streaming. Um, and, and there's really only two uh, options that I'm really familiar with this, uh, for this, but they allow you to instantly stream through Twitter. And I want to thank, uh, Eric from Wildernet for the suggestion because it was, I mean, when I first heard about, uh, this first one here, Meerkat, it was, um, this was maybe two months ago when he first brought it up to me. And I had no idea. He, he was all about it, like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And there's another uh, podcast he listens to, uh, a guy that was raving about it. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not too sure about that. But it is. I think it's a great idea because it allows anyone on Twitter, any Twitter user, to be able to just instantly uh, stream video uh, out there to, to Twitter and, and to anyone. And I think it's a great concept. The only, the only downside there is that it's not a multi-user thing. Again, it is an individual type of thing. Is Tony still there? Tony, you still there? I'm here. <laughs> okay. I just saw your static portrait there. wasn't real sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. So as I mentioned, the first one I want to talk about here is Meerkat. This is a third-party company, um, not Twitter itself, that designed this but also to work with Twitter. So it allows you to, you know, if you have a Twitter account, you can use that. Uh, Matt, I think you've mentioned this before. It's a, it's a token that allows you to log into certain social networks like Facebook or Twitter, in this case, Twitter, um, to use that account and then to be able to post, you know, when you're streaming and then just be able to, you know, tap on a link and then show that streaming video. And in both cases here, you get to be able to view that video, you know, the sound and the, the audio and the video, and to be able to chat along with that. So I kind of feel like, honestly... It, it is a live video, right? Just, yes, just wanna... yes, live video, you bet. I I kind of feel like the peak of the popularity of Meerkat has, has kind of come and gone at this point, but 
probably because Twitter has now released their own version, which which is the second one I want to talk about. It, I'm sure it plays a lot, a uh, large part in that. I could be wrong though. I could, uh, for all I know, Meerkat could could still be thriving. But uh, from what I've seen, not doesn't seem. Um, you know, when I've logged in there, it, it didn't seem like there were a huge number of people kind of joining my videos, unfortunately. So the way you do this, you can, in both cases, you can use either the front or the rear camera to stream live out there, which is, uh, it's good. I think in, yeah, I could see either one being, I'm guessing most people probably use the front facing camera to just kind of stream themselves, but at least you have the option there of the back camera, which, um, ironically is the better quality. The one that people are probably using less. But um, as I mentioned, you can users can enter that, and then they can start chatting and make, leaving comments toward toward your video stream in there. Um, the social aspect of Meerkat allows you to have uh, similar to Twitter followers and people, uh, or I should I should say, you can follow people, and then people can follow you, um, which doesn't actually affect your Twitter account your Twitter's, uh, their followers on there specifically. So I guess it's a totally separate thing, which I don't, I don't know how I feel, but I guess, I guess that makes sense. You kind of want to keep that separate because not everyone necessarily wants to be, have anything to do with your video streaming. Um, certainly in the case of Meerkat, but, um, so with Meerkat, it allows you to customize your end stream button, uh, is that right? End stream. Uh, <laughs> connect to your Facebook page. Uh, connect to f your Facebook page. Neither of those are actually present in Periscope. Oh, there I gave it away. That's what the next one's called. It's called Periscope. Uh, that's we'll get that into that. What does the end stream button do? Yeah, the, I I feel like I wrote that down wrong. Now maybe. <laughs> huh. So there's a custom button uh, for. <laughs> <laughs> for meerkat and i'm not quite sure i meant end stream i'll have to get back to that in a minute i'm going to keep looking this up but in the meantime i'm going to keep moving ahead here at the same time um so <laughs> so when you uh when you first log into your twitter account on meerkat now it i feel like this is that didn't always work this way but at presently the way it works is it texts you for every Twitter account you have, the first time you log in, it texts you a certain code in order to actually log into that account, which kind of, it's a nice, I guess, added security feature, but it was a little bit of a nuisance at the same time, considering that I have six, count them, six different Twitter accounts, <laughs> which a lot of them are just the different podcasts and everything like that and, and the Nice Guy wow. Network. So that was just a little bit of a pain um, because I... I could see myself using something like this and, and, and switching between them fairly regularly. But um, then you also get a numerical score with Meerkat, um, which I was a little bit confused about. And then there's also a leaderboard. So whoever has I score appears on there, but I don't really get it. <laughs> Why you would have that for an app like this. Um, nice thing here too, is you can actually schedule streams uh, which is actually, I don't know how I feel about that because <laughs> you kind of need your 
phone when you're going to do that. Anyway. Maybe it's more for your users, <laughs> I would imagine. Check me out here at 7 o'clock. I'm, I'm guessing that's really kind of the point because otherwise you would just... I could see a lot of the bigger... If you get a streamer with a lot of followers scheduling stuff just so it's not you know, people constantly having yep. to check for it. Sure, that makes sense. Um, and, and, and the way you chat here is, uh, you, you can, you can actually, I should say you can, users can chat back via Twitter, uh, unlike Periscope. When, when I say users, I mean the person streaming can chat back, you know, in, in both cases, anyone can actually chat in the stream, but you being the streamer, you can actually, uh, chat back through Twitter, which is something that, uh, Periscope doesn't actually allow. So, uh... The stats, there are some stats that happen uh, post-stream. In this case, not a lot. You get the number of users that watched your stream, and that's kind of about it. Um, But in a minute, you'll see there are some other options that will allow you to see some additional statistics. Uh, You can save your stream, but you can't replay it later, which is something Periscope can do. And um, I'm going to go ahead and give this one a 4 out of 5. And there's only really two options that I'm really aware of out there. I'm sure there's other in the works, or maybe there's some, you know, fairly new ones that are that are happening now. But uh, I think I think on average, I'd, I'd say there's a little more capability behind this than Twitter's version. Um, but at the same time, I find that Twitter just kind of allows to have more viewers in general. If you're if you're just kind of brand new and you're just starting out, I feel like you can probably get more users using Periscope, which is the next one I'd like to talk about. As I mentioned, Periscope is Twitter's own version of Meerkat, really. Um, they put this out really not that long. I, I think this happened maybe a month ago, so um, really not that not that long ago and not that long after Meerkat, uh, huh? Whoa! Hey, you guys hear me? Okay. You paused for a second there, but I can't. Yeah, that was weird. Know. I heard the I heard the pause too. Okay. <laughs> um. So so it's, I think it seems quite popular. Or at least when it first came out, it, it seemed pretty popular. I I think. Um. Because when I first tried it out, when I, this again, this was maybe a month ago, I tried just doing a simple stream, and then suddenly, boom, 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 people are joining the stream instantly, hmm. which you know has to do with their their feature page. You know, everyone, I, I'm guessing everyone that starts a stream pretty much pops up on their featured streams page, or, or you know who's who's streaming now, or however they disperse that exactly. It just anyone who's who's currently streaming pretty much shows up on there at some point so the um it's it's fairly quick the the thing i would say that the way meerkat works when when it comes to ease ease of streaming uh you know just getting started out there i think meerkat has a bit of an advantage in that um you can get going a lot well somewhat faster um, the thing about Periscope is that it's it's slightly slower because you are presented with this extra page where you have to choose your location, privacy, chat, and Twitter, uh, your Twitter post 
settings where you can just tap on or off those types of things, which is just kind of one extra step, which makes things just, just a little bit slower. Not, not a huge deal, but, uh, and, and as I'm, as I may have already mentioned the, I think it's well worth the, uh, extra users you're going to extra viewers you're going to get in there. In, in both cases, I, I may not have mentioned, um, you can actually give your stream a title, which you can also do with uh, Meerkat as well. But uh, a title to the stream itself, I should say. Um, like I mentioned, you can join. Uh, guests tend to join significantly faster in Periscope than in Meerkat. Um, and I think a, a big part of that reason is just, you know, it's Twitter. It's Twitter's got much more uh, say here, much more pull, and they probably have more downloads at this point. <laughs> if yeah. I had to guess, I you know I didn't actually haven't actually checked that. I, sh I should check that out. But um, at any rate, um, like I said, uh, you in the case of Periscope users can. Or I'm sorry, in the case of Meerkat users can chat back, and in, in Periscope's case. You get people in there viewing your video. They can chat to you, but I couldn't actually see any option for you to be able to chat back. And I think, I guess that's kind of not that necessary because you can chat back through, you know, obviously you're on the stream. You can directly talk to those users if you want to um, chat, you know, audibly talk back to them, but not necessarily. It's, it sounds like not through an actual, you know, typing chat option. And it kind of makes sense. But you're busy doing the stream. I guess that's kind of a low priority on uh, Twitter's, uh, you know, schedule there. But, uh, you know, just giving that a shot. Um, I think I did this the other day. I've tried it a few times now, but the last time I tried it, I had two people join right away. <laughs> the first the first message I had was, ceiling. Because <laughs> because that's what I was streaming was the ceiling, and um, you know the the second time I went in there I had uh, five five different users uh, at a time right off the bat <laughs> just not streaming anything. Uh, <laughs> somebody somebody from the UK was in there and he just they just said uh, <laughs> watching American ceiling tiles live. <laughs> Which I <thought> was kinda, <laughs> kind of funny um the uh the second broadcast that i tried doing uh the other day it, it gave me a tally at the end and apparently and i think that was the time where i saw five at a time uh, apparently that added up <laughs> to over however long i was doing it, which wasn't very long i got in there just 30 even 36 live viewers over the course of that which is oh, oh and one heart or like or whatever you want to call it right so it was, uh, I think there's a lot of potential with Periscope. Just, again, just, just based on uh, being done by Twitter and, and the amount of followers they have behind that. Uh, as far as the social aspect, uh, kind of similar to Meerkat, you have following and followers. But then you can also look at blocked or uh, recent broadcasts in there as well. Um, you can also use your front and back cameras, just like Meerkat. Um, nice thing here, you can, uh, replays can be saved or viewed, but they can also be, um, you can also save those to a camera roll. So when I say your, your replays can be viewed later, 
Um, you know, that obviously it's not live later if you view it, but you'd be able to, to tap on a link and then look at that broadcast later. And, and that is one thing that Meerkat wasn't able to do. Um, so along with that, uh, you know, I mentioned with Meerkat, you had the statistics available at the end of the stream. Um, or I should say just the, the number of viewers in the came of, in the case of Meerkat. In this case, there are retention, total viewers, time watched, and duration. All those different stats you can view post-stream, which I think is, is kind of nice. Um, so I guess that's, that's actually a couple things that, that Periscope has over Meerkat. But uh, doesn't you don't it's kind of surprisingly that Periscope doesn't allow you doesn't do the same uh, uh, login system where you get texted a code uh, when you first log in like Meerkat does you know that added security of, of all things you'd think Twitter would oh. would want to uh, do something like that but then also you cannot schedule screen screams <laughs> you can't schedule streams like you can. Uh, with meerkat so there's you know there's some pluses and minuses to each but again i'm going to go ahead and give this one a four and a half out of five uh again just just because the the number of guests you get the number of viewers you get on your stream i kind of feel like it just outweighs everything else um so you know go ahead go check those out if you're if you're doing anything it's just something i feel like i should be doing more just you know with the podcast and everything like that we've done just a very little bit of it uh, yeah. at this point and um but i think there's a lot of potential there if you, especially if you are new to anything like streaming anything like this and you just you just want to get it going you just want to start something quickly i think this is both of these are are great options so uh go ahead and check those out you guys have any questions comments suggestions <laughs> um the whole time we're doing it, i'm trying to think about how does this how is this better than something like vine where it's uh, people creating videos and uh, i'm trying to think you know when i go to twitter the most it's when i hear news from around the world where it's just kind of like oh what's you know uh, here's a big breaking story the news is obviously lagging let's just go to twitter and see what, what's new so this is where i'm thinking this would be incredibly like this kind of a killer app for that is when you hear news around the world or you know some, something that you want to see if someone is live streaming it that is where i would probably be, you know pictures worth a thousand words you know you get a 144 character tweet or you can start watching this person's live feed from there's a tornado here in wherever and you start watching someone's live feed and you can see exactly what's going on uh that seems really cool and i think that's kind of the you know the killer uh, i guess use case for this um but other than that i mean i don't other than news and, and breaking stories i don't know seeing you know maybe some someone just I don't know, talking to themselves in their room, that that doesn't appeal to me much, but uh, uh, something like uh, news and breaking stories, it just seems like a very killer app for this. It seems really cool. I, th I, f I get the impression a lot of people, what really interests a lot of people about this is when they see people that are overseas or somewhere in a, in a land they're not familiar with and they just want to kind of check out what the average person is doing and, you know, another, a place that they have no real... Uh, 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 recollection of it, you know, uh, they can't really associate with on a normal basis. You just want to check it out, you know. That that's kind of what I got. So it's kind of neat, and that that's that, not just ceiling tiles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I, I totally get it though. If, if, especially if you were planning a trip to, uh, you know, somewhere abroad, you might want to watch some streams there ahead of time. Yeah, true. Yeah. 
Yeah. And there's, I think there's plenty there. Um, a lot of that is just checking out, Hey, Oh my, Oh my God. I, I, I love this person. They're great. I, I follow them everywhere. And Oh, now I get to watch them live. You know, but sure. There's always that <laughs> a little bit of fame <laughs> factor going on there. Um, yes. Yeah, I suppose that if I was younger that, I'm, I think it's like one of those things where I got to chalk it up like, shoot, I'm, I think I'm just too old for that right now. Well, and, and you know, in, in Eric's case, he he was watching on, I think it was on Meerkat, it's this, like as I mentioned, the guy, he really, uh, he, he, he watches his his podcast or his video video podcast, and in that case, he, um, he watched his live Meerkat stream, and then he promoted, you know, he mentioned his, his brand out there, his, uh, his Where to Hunt brand, and then it was um, that was kind of nice, you know. He just mentioned it, and he he ended up trying to sort of get him to do a uh, a review of his app or something. <laughs> but he was it was really nice about it. The guy was thought it sounded awesome, and um, just the fact that he mentioned it on there, I think, was great. Just kind of got it out there. So I think there's multiple um, uses for that sort of thing. Tony, um, I'm, I don't know. Probably more more the like i more the mentality of maybe i'm too old for this and I, like, <laughs> that's a little use case about well i don't even use twitter that much and i know this is sort of the target audience i believe um and i think if i did try for a while just for the, maybe the news updates but i'm like i'm not really into it um and i i think yeah you guys or at least you shane kind of want me to throw one on here for this podcast and i've sort of been drinking well yeah it's bit. it's not i mean there are definitely older people here. than us that are using Twitter, Tony. That, that's true. <laughs> good for them. You know, I'm not downing it or anything. It's it's a good tool. You know, it's just, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I see more, maybe more of a news outlet. I, I could see the value there, at least in my yeah. personal opinion. I don't know. Yeah, but well, you yeah, can maybe of course, see your little, uh, you know, your, your celebrities if, you know, I'm 16 again or something. You know. <laughs> I'm or sure I that's a lot Neo. of it. He just came out with the Matrix. Oh heavens, I gotta see him now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, there are. I, I'm totally pumped up to use this app now that I'm thinking about reading about the news and especially in other countries and reading about you know you know what's going on there, and then just if people are actually just live streaming video for for these other countries, that just sounds awesome to see what's going on. Okay. What. What immediately came to mind too after we were kind of talking about this is, let's say there's a, heaven forbid, a natural disaster or even a not so natural disaster that's happening in a country, and then you can just go on there and see it live happening, you know, as it's happening. I mean, there's that potential as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or you know, not even disasters, just think, it's just oh, just any type of event, right? Any event. type of we could say event. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. I think that's kind of neat, uh, in that sense. I yeah, agree. I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities behind it, but it, I just like I just like it as a quick way of because video streaming is not is something that I feel like is not easily achievable for the average person typically, and and even I still struggle with <laughs> with it here, right? Uh, <laughs> even trying to do that with this show, but uh, you know, this makes it really easy, and that's what I really like. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I I see a lot of these 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 kind of apps, and I'm thinking, okay, this is just for, you know, the the young people that want to just, oh, hey, I'm in math class, I'm doing whatever and streaming it. But then I think there's a real uh, big use case for these social media apps, uh, just in terms of, 
when communication is down or in natural disasters or when there are things going wrong with the world, um, it seems like these are kind of the communication outlets that, that are used. So it's, it's really cool to, you know, just I think it's been pretty cool just to talk through how you would actually use this thing in, mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, outside of just I'm eating my breakfast sandwich. Uh, you you want to see it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of cool <laughs> there's a lot of cool things that um, you could use this for. So I, I, I don't know. I, I well, guess I'm. I'm I'm really, I was not very pumped about this, and you know, we've talked about it a little bit, and I'm, I'm pretty excited to just try it out. And sure, it's, a little, sure. it's more than just Snapchat, I guess, where that's, that's kind of people you already know. This, that's kind of the key. It's more of a public thing. Anybody can follow you and, and watch your stream, potentially. You can make them private in, in a lot of these cases, too, though, I should say. It necess- doesn't necessarily have to be public. Okay, well, no, uh, no write-ins this week. No call-ins. Um, but if you'd like to, you can reach us at niceguynetwork.com slash techies. Uh, go and please give us a rating on iTunes if you don't mind. You can uh, check that out at our website, as I just mentioned. Or uh, do a search in there for Techies Podcast. We're on Stitcher. We're on Alpha Geek Radio. Recording Sundays at 6, 7 Central on Channel 2. Our email address is techiespodcast at gmail.com. Facebook is uh, slash Techies Podcast and on Twitter at Techies Podcast. I think, I think that that is about it. That's about a show for us. What do you guys think? You think it sounds like a, sounds like a completed show? Maybe? Possibly? Maybe. Sounds good to me. You think? Yeah. You sure? It's- You're, you sound hesitant. No, he wouldn't sound hesitant. He's got to get to his program. His your stories pro- are your on programs, man. <laughs> well, that's uh, not yeah, the right we just one. Blew through the first fifteen minutes. I'm gonna have to hold off and watch it. Uh, oh, oh another time, another time. Okay. Uh, I'll hit up John Okay, tonight, okay. Though. No worries, Ooh, no nice. problems. Well, I guess that's it. Thanks everyone for listening. And until next time, Tony's already laughing. Tech or easy. Tech or easy. Yeah, tech, tech or easy. Tech.